0: Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm here to teach you how to find joy, even in the hardest times, and to live the happiest, most fulfilled life you possibly can, while also having a positive impact on the world around you. Treat this podcast as your one-stop shop for all things personal development, health, business, and social justice. Without further delay, let's get Unscripted. So today I wanted to pop on and discuss a post that my favorite mentee, hi Sarah, posted on Instagram and it just really, really resonated with me. I thought it was amazing and I really wanted to dive into my thoughts behind that and how I think that it's just so fucking true. So the post itself said who you think you are is how you will show up in the world. And I really have been reflecting on how language and the ways that we choose to describe ourselves in some ways create our identity for us. And I think a lot of times we pay too much attention to tendencies or behaviors, and we think that that means that those are representations of who we are, but tendencies and behaviors are just that. They are something that can evolve, that's something that can change, and does not need to be something that you associate with your permanent state of identity. And I wanted to dive into a specific example for me. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, And we were talking about how I have always identified as extremely introverted and the ways that that has held me back in my life. And if you know me, if you've had conversations with me, this is something that I used to frequently bring up and kind of slip into conversations was the fact that I was introverted. And I think that part of my reason for doing that is I believe in the power of front-loading information about setting the tone to prevent any further misunderstandings down the line and to also not put people in the position to have to make assumptions So as someone who's introverted, I know that people can sometimes misread that energy and take offense to it or take it personal or think that it's something that has to specifically do with them or how fond I am of them or my desire to be around them. So by introducing into the conversation the fact that I am introverted, I'm able to set the tone and hopefully prevent those types of misconceptions from occurring. The problem with this is, is the more that you use specific language like this to describe yourself, the more that language becomes your truth. The more whatever it is that you're talking about becomes your reality. And I'm not knocking introversion. That's not where this, you know, conversation is going. There's nothing wrong with being an introvert. But I think sometimes we hold too hard on those identities and we don't give ourselves the flexibility to be our true selves. So one of the things that I've learned about introversion and extroversion is the fact that you can't really just flat out identify as one or the other. It is a spectrum. There are many places you can fall on the introverted and extroversion scale, and where you fall on any particular day has a lot to do with circumstance, right? It's not something that is just definitive that, you know, where you fall is where you always will be every single day of your life. It can vary based on bandwidth, based on who you're around, based on all these external factors can be a direct reflection on how that is. In layman's terms, being an introvert basically means that you require alone time or quiet time in order to replenish your energy once it's been depleted. Whereas an extrovert would want to seek out large crowds, big social interactions and being around people in order to replenish his or her energy after it's been depleted. So that's kind of the fundamental difference between those two. but that doesn't mean that those are the that that's going to be the case every single time. And I was reflecting specifically on examples where I have done traveling for work-related events, right? I may go to a spa convention. And when I'm in these situations, my days are filled with a lot of speaking. You know, I may have to give a presentation or I may have to host a round table. Um, And I have to field a lot of questions, a lot of people asking me for advice. There's a lot of interaction that goes in to these types of events. And all of these things are things that fundamentally feed me. Uh, they play to my strengths, they play to the things that I enjoy. I love to speak, obviously. <laughs> and I love helping people. I love, you know, giving feedback and talking through challenges and offering coaching, all of those things. But It does take its toll and I have to be cognizant of that and focus on replenishing my cup once it's been emptied. And so I'm the type of person when I go on a business trip, once I've gotten through the day and did, you know, my duty at the end of the evening, I really just want to relax in the hotel by myself. Or just hang out with one or two other people who I'm extremely comfortable with, who I never have the feeling of needing to be quote unquote on with, where I can kind of give my brain a rest. You know, you can just do what feels natural. You can engage in natural, fun conversation, but it's not something that's going to further deplete me. It'll allow me to kind of relax and recharge. So that's me. That's how I am in a nutshell, but someone else who maybe leans more towards the extroversion end of the spectrum may need to, after their duties are done, go out to the bar or hit up a club or be someplace where they can be around a lot of people, have music have noise and commotion and really just feed off of that energy in order to be able to replenish themselves and be ready to tackle their duties again the next day. And that is something that I definitely identify with. And in those situations where I'm in, you know, extensive social interactions with people that I don't know very well, where I'm asking a lot of questions and I'm dealing with a lot of personalities, Um, that is 100% what needs to happen for me in order to be able to recharge, right? But I've noticed that in my life, reflecting back, there have been a lot of times where I have taken this introversion thing to the extreme. There have been a lot of times where I've been invited to things, to events or dinner or whatever, and I've been hesitant to say yes and accept the invitation because in the back of my mind I'm always thinking that you know I need ample alone time I need ample homebody time in order to be able to recharge and do I really want to pack up my schedule to a point to where I'm not going to have that and I don't know if anybody can ever relate to this situation I'm sure there are people who can but you get invited to an event, right? And you say yes, and then the day of the event rolls around. And you start to think to yourself, man, I really wish I had nothing on my schedule today. I really wish I could just relax. I really wish I wouldn't have had said yes and I didn't have this obligation to go do this thing. You start to get negative in your head and you're not looking forward to it. Fast forward, you go to the event, And you have an amazing time and you enjoy the people that you chose to spend your time with and you end up walking away thinking, man, like, I don't know why I always act like I don't want to do shit because when I do this thing, I end up getting recharged. It fulfills me. It fills up my cup. It makes me happy. It brings me joy, all those things. And I talk myself out of wanting to do these things because I think it's not what I need. But in reality, it just might be. So there is a difference you know, between not wanting to be around large crowds of people or go do all these crazy things or go hit up a club versus being around small groups of people that you connect with um, that, you know, replenish your energy. Being an introvert does not necessarily mean that you need to spend a whole bunch of time alone. You may be doing yourself a disservice by, you know, basically putting yourself in that box and believing that to be true. I think back on, you know, when you start to use specific language to identify yourself, it's hard to remember where it begun. So did I start to begin to use this language because my behaviors prove this language to be true, right? Or did I start to use the language and then my behaviors became a self-fulfilling prophecy as a result? So That is a very tricky situation that I think a lot of us find ourselves in and why so many people struggle with feeling helpless in improving their lives because they've always identified as specific things for so long and those specific things may no longer be serving them, but they really have a hard time separating themselves from that because they think it's something that's ingrained. Your behaviors and your tendencies are things that maybe have been true for you in the past, but they absolutely do not need to continue to be true for you in the future. If it is not serving you, if using that language, if identifying in that way is no longer serving you and it's not the person who you want to be or how you want to show up in the world, you have to use different language. You just need to decide Okay, I'm not going to wake up that I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and tell myself that I'm introverted. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and tell myself that I love spending time with the people who fill up my cup and I crave connection. And the more that you reinforce that, the more that that will start to feel true for you. When we're first making that initial pivot, From things that have always felt true for us or things that we've always identified with, it's going to be uncomfortable to decide, you know, that you are no longer gonna be that person. You may deal with imposter syndrome. You may, you know, feel like you're not being authentic, but you get to choose how you want to be. And it is a representation of your authentic self. To really reflect on what your ideals are, what feels like the best version of you, and then choosing to become that. It is less authentic to continue to stay stuck in an identity, in language, just for the simplicity of the fact that that's how you've always been or that's what you've always said about yourself. That is not authentic. In reality, we are constantly evolving. We are constantly learning. We are constantly growing. You are not meant to be the same person that you have always been. And it's important that you think about that and think about how will the best person, best version of myself show up? And what do I need to do? What do I need to alter? What affirmations do I need to begin telling myself in order to support me showing up as that that best version of me? So again, I love Sarah for sharing this quote. And I just want you guys to kind of reflect on, you know, the language that you use, the things that you say have always been true for you. Anything that you voice as absolute, I want you to begin questioning that and really rethinking, you know, is this something that serves me? Is this how I want to show up in the world? And if the answer is no, it's time to make a change. And that wraps up today's chat. Thank you for letting me get unscripted with you. If you want to support the show, make sure to subscribe share with friends, and give the show a five-star rating. If you're looking to get unscripted more than just once per week, be sure to connect with me on Instagram for exclusive content at Nick, N-I-K underscore unscripted.